0: Hello, everyone. Normally, I'd have my music blasting and blaring, talking about this is Greg, and I'm bringing sports, lifestyle, and entertainment to you. Um, I'm not a professional broad- podcaster. For all of my peoples that are listening to this, y'all know me from day one, i have always love to talk about, watch, discuss, debate, so on and so forth about sports. So I felt that I just needed to... I'm not an athlete, so I can't go out there and creatively release this energy via sport. So I'm going to do it on this microphone. I'm sure by the time everyone hears this, you're going to know that... One of the greats in the NBA, Kobe Bryant, had passed away at the age of 41 years old due to a helicopter crash. Reports are still coming out on who was in the helicopter with him, so I don't want to say who was on the helicopter with him. I just want to talk about the fact that I know it was just Kobe Bryant at this point in time. Um, When I think about this, I feel real, real sad and devastated because when I think about the NBA and all the great players, for me, I'm 45 years old. So for me, coming up, I'm not talking about all the, the, the greats. For me, when I came up, it was Magic and Larry Bird and everybody after that. Kareem was already old, and I'm not saying he was, you know, there's no disrespect to him, but he was already, he wasn't the great Kareem. He was hanging on, and it was Magic's team at that point. When I started to really follow the NBA and basketball, it was about Magic and Larry Bird and everybody after that. And when I think about it, no great player in the NBA has passed away yet. I could be wrong. I haven't researched. I haven't done anything. I'm just hopping on the mic and talking. So if I'm wrong, I apologize. But Magic is still alive. I was in high school When he got, when he made the press conference about being HIV positive and he's still alive, you would have thought he would have been the first one to pass away. He's still alive. Jordan is my muse. He's my favorite player of all time. He is my inspiration. He's still alive. And Kobe, 41, passed away in a helicopter accident. It's unbelievable. I mean, Kobe represented my generation. I'm 45, he's 41. We part of the same era, same generation, same everything, man. Kobe was black and white. Kobe was on that if you're not with me, you against me. If it's not about winning, then we losing. If you're not trying to win, then what are we doing? If you're not trying to get better, then what are we doing? It's not about the stats. It's not about the accolades. Those are all good. What it's really about is getting these chips. And that's what Kobe was about. Yeah, he had a lot of stats. Yeah, he had a lot of accolades. But he was a great player. And that comes with the territory. But I feel like for me, I didn't grow up with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was already in the NBA. And he was on his way to greatness. And he was my dude. How did I become a Michael Jordan fan? The game five in which he hit that J over Craig Elo. In the opening round of the Easter Conference playoffs. I'm in the driveway playing basketball with my friend Jimmy. And we just going back and forth all afternoon. I'm Michael Jordan, you Patrick Ewan, and we just going back and forth, this and that. And he was beating me and all the, I mean, he was good. He was he was good. He was better than me. And then finally, in the last game, I beat Jimmy. Right? And I used a move that Jordan did. And I'm not a basketball—I could play basketball, but I'm not a basketball player. And I used the move that Jordan did, the little punk fake. And I did that, and I won. And we went inside, and we're watching, like, the last five minutes of this game. We missed the whole game, and we're watching the last five minutes. And I said to Jimmy, I said, you know what? If the Bulls win this game, I'm going to be a Michael Jordan fan moving forward. And when he hit that shot over Craig Elo, that was it, man. That's what solidified my loyalty to the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan forever. I'm not one of those, I'm not a Bulls fan because my favorite player isn't on the team. I'm not one of those, my team stinks, so I'm not going to pay attention to the Bulls. I'm not one of those, oh, because all these other great popular players on other teams, I'm not going to pay attention. I'm a Chicago Bulls fan. I'm an NBA fan, so I'm gonna pay attention to everybody else. But in the end, I wanna know what Laurie Markkinen is doing, what Zach Levine is doing, what Kobe White is doing. But getting back to Kobe, he was part of my generation, and that I grew up with him. And that when he got into the NBA, it was like, yo, I'm in college, you should be in college. We was like the same age. It was almost like, granted, yeah, it's four-year difference, but it was like he was, it's like you grew up with him. The mistakes he was making, the playoff game against Utah, where he kept taking all them shots, dribbling the ball off his foot, out of bounds, air ball three to lose. But the one thing that, I really and I'm not a Kobe on the court I wasn't a Kobe fan because I hated he wasn't a bull. But what I hate what I loved about Kobe Bryant was his passion and his desire to win at all costs. Why do we play the game? We play the game to win. One thing that really stood out to me, and it was so unimportant in the game, but it meant everything. When the Celtics were playing the Lakers, and it was the second round, not the first go-around, it was the second go-around, and the Lakers had so much pressure on them to win because it was such a rivalry game. That they had to win. I don't know. I forgot what game it was. But it was a play in which the Lakers, Andrew Bynum, was taking a free throw. He misses the free throw. And the ball ricochets like it's going to go out of bounds. It bounces off the ground. And two players are in front of Kobe. Kind of trying to, like, hold him back so the ball could go out of bounds and it could be Celtic ball. Kobe kind of wrestles his way through both players. Saves the ball. And at this point, the Lakers are losing. Save the ball, throw it back into Andrew Bynum, who gets that pass and jams it in. And they wound up winning that game in the series. But that play told me everything that I needed to know about Kobe Bryant. It was at a point where they were losing and they weren't favored to win. And hey, look, anybody can let that ball go out of bounds. But Kobe said, nah, man. Each heartbeat, each breath that you take on the court, if you're not efforting to make a winning play, you're a part of losing. And I said, wow. It was a dunk. But for me, I knew what that dunk meant and what it meant to the Lakers. Each and every play, each and every step, each and every heartbeat, we move as one. He was a great player. He was a very great player. He made some mistakes in his career, but that's not what we should be focusing or talking about right now. I think he elevated the game. A lot of people got mad at him when he signed a $100 million deal with the Lakers. And the Lakers were not good. People were saying, why is he getting all this money when they should be allocating it to try and getting other players to make the team better? His mentality was, I'm not signing a $100 million deal so I could get a $100 million deal. I'm signing this deal to try and bridge a new way and create a new avenue for $100 million salaries to be the norm. Because those $100 million deals that we see now that are average, they weren't average. For all the real NBA fans out there, everybody knows Glenn Robinson, a.k.a. Big Dog, power forward out of Purdue, that got drafted onto the Milwaukee Bucks, was the first $100 million salaried player in NBA. And when I mean salary, he signed a contract that was worth $100 million. He was the first one. But it was almost like prized jewelry to get that $100 million deal. You needed to be special. Kevin Garnett got that deal. People were talking about, I want that Garnett money. You need to be special. But then towards the end of his career, when Kobe Bryant signed that deal, he wasn't saying, hey, look, I'm special. He was saying, look, I've done this much for the organization. I should be paid for what I've done and what you will monetarily Reap off of what I've done for this organization. I know for me, when I hear about his work ethic, me, I'm all about discipline. For me, I completely, I'm in that Kobe era, man. It's, it, it, I'm beginning to understand there is a gray not everything is black and white. There is a gray area. But for me, when you play in sports, when you get to like the high school, college level, it's about winning. Let's keep it real. When you are playing your Mighty Mites, your Pee Wees, you know, your, um, your Junior Pee Wees, your Youth Leagues, your CYOs, you're learning how to play the sport. You're literally learning who's athletic and who's not, who could do this and who can't. Who can actually play and who can't? But when you get to high school and you're really trying to get a scholarship to go to college, it's about winning and losing. Let's keep it 100. And what I really appreciate about Kobe was that his main focus was about getting better. Training. I would watch, I watched this one YouTube episode on Kobe Bryant. This dude said, When he was on the Lakers, that he would wake up at like 4.30, hit the gym, get a workout in, come home, wake his kids up, either drive his kids to school or get them on the bus. I'm not sure about that part. Then after that, go back to the gym, do another workout. Come back home, take a nap, have a break. Pick his kids up from school, bring them back home, and then go back out for another. And this is all in the off season. Obviously, this isn't going play. This isn't taking place um, during the school year. This is during the off season. And after he would pick his kids up from school, drop them off at home, go back out for another workout in the evening. He would have like three workouts in one day, and he said they were all specific. One would be cardio. One would be um, weightlifting. And one would be basketball drills. All in one day, man. That's that dedication. That's that commitment. Winners win, man. It's a sad day. I don't know how to feel. I just wanted to hop on the mic and say a couple words about a great basketball player, one of the greats that I've ever seen. I've seen a couple basketball players play up close in person. One of my regrets is I did not ever have the opportunity to see Michael Jordan play in person. I saw Kobe Bryant play in person. He was great. He was a legend. To Kobe Bryant, rest in peace.